Good evening and welcome to another episode of Mix and Single. I'm so excited about tonight. Tonight is going yes. to be bananas. Tonight, the topic is PTSD and dating. I'm one of your co-hosts, Tony Massey, and sitting to my right is the beautiful and extremely talented the CEO herself, Miss Onay. Good evening, ma'am. Good evening, good evening. We have a very special guest tonight. Uh, I'm really excited to talk to this young lady. Her she has a, uh, a nonprofit uh, called Bold Lips Revolution. Uh, Miss Monet Cullens. Good hey evening, ma'am. Hey, y'all. Hey. Yes. And she'll be joining us on the conversation. Yeah. While we're discussing hot topics like domestic violence. Domestic violence. We'll be talking violence. about um, commitment phobias. Talk about dating after divorce. <laughs> When do you do it? Social media breakups. Oh, social media. All of that. Who's shooting what slug? We'll have all those things we'll be talking about right now. Yeah. I want to ask you more about the single dater. Mm. You know, like, and we want to ask you guys, what are the triggers that make you afraid of commitment? Afraid of commitment. When yeah, it comes like to commitment dating. phobia. You know, like you meet someone, you vibing, but then... I just don't know. You yeah. pull back. There's that wall that goes up as if you liking them maybe puts an obligation much, yeah. on you. Or what is that? Do you have So like any? The, the serial data. The, yeah. Yeah. The serial the data. Serial they data. have like yeah. a real major commitment phobia. And I won't lie. I used to be that guy because when it, I, I felt like I had this mindset where if I date you, hmm. even though you're, you're, you're wonderful. I'm missing out on all the other women out there. And I bring my past relationships into my current relationship. What you think about that? I, I'm what scared you? you're going to do what my ex did. <laughs> you lost me on that one. Wait a minute. Hold <laughs> on. I thought like, this was a safe place. Mm -mm. I it's a I safe could, place, but you lost me on today. that one. Wait a minute. <laughs> you said if I'm dating you, though, right? right? Which right. means if you're dating, there's a level of commitment. No. Not really. Not well, I mean, a serial we're, we're going some, out. There's some type of commitment, though, right? To some extent. We're going out. We've been but out not two or three times. But, yeah, I'm not ready to cut so off So what's your definition of, a date, of dating? Because if, if, I'm, if I'm not married, I'm dating. Well, if I'm not in a... Yeah. I mean, you know, some people say, oh, you got to be exclusive. But that's what we're talking about. Do, we, I don't want to no, necessarily be that's, exclusive, that's, right? That's, yeah. I think but, that's a double standard. To right. A and that can go into a whole other conversation. And I don't <laughs> really want you to feel attacked here. No, no, I'm just <laughs> saying, like, if I take you out on a couple of dates mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm not ready to make you my main, I'm not entertaining anyone else, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because... What if what if there's other people out there that I'd like to see? Or what if you do something that reminds me of my ex and I don't want to get back into that scary place that I was in when, when we were together? I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as there's communication. So I got to say it up front. You got to say you got to say that. You, you have, have to make sure that the that the line of communication is clear on both ends. You have to give that woman the benefit of doubt because you guys could both be fulfilling that particular need for each other. You know, you might yeah. be dating a woman that doesn't want to be tied down. I was going to say, or give her the option to give her say the option whether to she say, wants Hey, you not. know what? These are my boundaries. When you start doing X, Y, Z, that's when I'm out. Mm -hmm. You know, th because you have you may have friends like myself. I have male friends. Mm -hmm. I used to be a tomboy once upon a time. So, <laughs> you know, believe it or not, and I had more male friends than female friends because I had I grew up in a household with brothers, but. I now believe that when you sit across the table from someone and you're breaking bread with them, a meal, whatever, it's a date. 
No matter, because whatever conversation that you're having, that one-on-one conversation is an intimate conversation between the two of you. Guys. But I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, I don't want to tell you out the gate that I don't want to, I'm not going to be faithful, or not faithful, I don't want to use that word. I don't want to tell you out the gate that, hey, you're not the only one, or that I have no intentions of you being the only one, because then you won't give me a chance. And I yeah. may change my mind, so I don't want to be married to that concept before we even get started because I can understand well, speaking that, of that I, 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 I want to switch it up a little bit because you know we can get on a serial date and go on and on I want to ask you directly not to put you on the spot okay so it sounds like you're about to put my business in the street is that what that is it sounds like you're about to put it out there Let's put it see. out there it's, it's out there I, okay I, 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 well, I, no I guess I'm, I'm gonna be right there with you go ahead because I'm a divorcee okay okay but dating after divorce mm. how long do you think is long enough to wait before you get, and it doesn't necessarily have to be divorced. It could be a long-standing relationship that you never got married. Like, what do you think is a good time before you go into the next relationship? That's a great question. And first of all, you have to be. If, if we're talking about divorce, mm -hmm. you should really be divorced. Mm -hmm. Like, there's paperwork at a courthouse right. signed by a judge. But I've known people that has even gotten divorced out of anger or hurt and still stayed together. And still stayed together, yeah. Well, that's that comfort. And so the hard part yeah. about, for me, dating after divorce is once you get into that type of relationship, that's what you're looking for. It's hard to get back into the, you know, we just kicking it or, you know, friends with benefits or I don't know what we are mm -hmm, because yeah. I know what it feels like to be in a long-term committed relationship with somebody and I want to get to the good part, part yeah. you know, the, the part, part where you got you your sweats trust. on, yeah. you know, you, you can let your hair down, you, you Netflix can, and chilling and you, you actually watch the movie. Nappy. Right, right. You don't care. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Hey, you feel it all good in your sweat. Yeah. You're like, okay, I can do this. But I tell you what, though, it's, it's problematic because until your ex truly becomes your ex, right. then I don't think you should move on. Correct. If she still ha he or she still has access to you, they can still depend on you, they can still you know, rely on you, you're still there for them, then I don't think you have space to let someone else into, you know, your into your life. Because I've been in that situation where I dated someone whose ex was still very much a part of the picture. And I felt like I was competing against this guy. Mm -hmm. And they would play this, the remember that time game. You remember when we Lord. went up to Turkey Leg Hut when they first <laughs> had opened up? We <laughs> got that turkey, you know. They, and of course, that yeah. familiarity Everything, breeds, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I, I think, I don't know if there's a specific amount of time, but you definitely have to be beyond your ex, not just the person, but all the stuff that they did, right? My personal opinion, and that's just my personal opinion, I think that when you've been in an extensive relationship for a long time especially if you've had any type of heart tra traumatizing experience that left you first of all if you're divorced it's probably something traumatic that caused it whether it was betrayal or whatever that brought that marriage to an end i think that you need at least a good year to heal just to kind of get in your own swag i'm not saying don't date mm. but date yourself love on you find out what got you in that predicament in the first place what left you there? Were you did you were you left feeling broken? What decisions had you made previously that got you there? Because otherwise, mm -hmm. if you don't discover that, you're going to attract the same individual same that you just ran from or that just walked out of your life. Absolutely. So you really want to address those things within yourself to find out one if I was in a toxic relationship for a long period of time, what was it about me 
that I felt like I needed to subject myself to that. Right. Did I not love myself enough? Did I not feel worthy of love? What was it? Did I give this person too much power? We can talk about Stockholm Syndrome. Maybe you can even shed some light on some of those topics with women that has dealt with. Uh, this is a good time to actually introduce Yeah, let's, let's talk about um, it. We have, I want to say your name right, Monet Cullens. Monet the like, like the painter. Revolution. Like the painter. Oh. And I want you to tell us a little bit about your, you know, your company, your brand. My name is Monet Cullens, and um, I was a victim of domestic violence for eight years. And um, I've known that person since I was 14 years old. Um, so had my full trust. Uh, we were literally almost getting ready to walk down the aisle. Um, and... There were plenty of opportunities where I could have left. I actually did leave and then went back and then I left and then went back. So, you know, the back and forth. Um, and then I finally made a decision to leave, moved into Fort, moved to Fort Worth into a domestic violence shelter. Um, and while in that shelter, I started my cosmetic company. Um, I started my cosmetic company because while in the, in going, in the shelter and going through counseling, um, I understood or got to the root of the problem on why I allowed myself to be in that type of situation. Um, and it all went back to what you just said, which was low self-esteem and, you know, not understanding my worth and feeling like, well, he's all I know. So this must be good for me. You know, he didn't mean to do it. He wasn't doing it before. So um, I might as well stay in it. And so finally, you know, got to the root of the fact that I hated the size of my lips growing up and didn't realize that that was what rooted my low self-esteem. So didn't like my lips. Oh. And then I don't like my smile. Well, then my eyes must my eyes squint when I smile. So it, it literally um, festered and mm -hmm. turned into something bigger than what it had to be because one person said that my lips were too big. Right. And so I want to be able to target that young person that has low self-esteem to say embrace that insecurity mm -hmm. because we put on black or we put on a spank or we put on whatever to mask that insecurity. Mm -hmm. And so my philosophy is put a bold color on your lips, put a, put a big color on them and, and embrace that insecurity because it's not going that. anywhere. And so we start, I started my company and uh, we give back a portion of all of our proceeds to back to domestic violence. So we are trying our best to grow um, as much as possible. We're actually going to be on Channel 11 tomorrow. So. Oh, awesome. So I think we have your website up. Uh, yeah. Now, are you the model? Is this you? That's me. Okay. Oh, awesome. I think it's me. so interesting that, you know, you talked about uh, people making fun of your lips, mm -hmm. which now we've come full circle hmm. where everybody wants to look like lip primer and plumpers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. But yeah. the premise is. That is so accentuate dope. those things that you you may see as a negative. If you try to hide, right, right. You know, if you embrace it, it has no choice but to manifest, magnify. You yeah. know, we try to hide it; it's not gonna go away. My lips are not gonna move. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's so you know funny what I mean. You said that because uh, just this weekend, I was having a, a scheduling conflict, and mm -hmm. I couldn't get my hair done. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't. I was having a bad hair day, and I went to I think it was Pinterest, and then I did a YouTube video to figure out how to try to do something. Yeah. Try to do a frohawk, and I had so many compliments just being naturally me. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna rock that, and yeah. it felt good because mm -hmm. you know, we go through you know, and I'm not saying that I'm not comfortable with who I am, but I wasn't comfortable enough to feel like my hair was pretty enough, yeah, for what I had to do. When really, the whole event was really about embracing your culture, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, so I that comes from. Having a little time of self love and saying, you know what, F it. This is my hair. I right. You know, better do this, whatever whatever I want to do. You mm -hmm. know, so it kind of worked out to your benefit when you, 
go back and you take that moment for self-love. Yeah. So I have a question, and this has always intrigued me. You you are obviously a very attractive woman, mm-hmm. and um, I've, I don't want to say this with as much, um, I want to be sensitive when I say this, but it-, it Be real in here. I'm yeah, right. be real. It's okay. It just, <laughs> it's always intrigued me how these very attractive, be the very- ones. Um, accomplished, you know, just these strong black women, especially, mm-hmm. subject themselves to not well, just abuse, but years of abuse. Well, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Let's go back. Okay. It really comes back from an upbringing, a childhood environment that develops codependency really young within that childhood. And we become addicted to the trauma bonding. We become addicted to the, the way hurt. it feels after mm. the best the best scenario i can give that i heard was when they talked about trauma bonding in stockholm is it's like walking up to a man who's hitting his head on a brick wall and you ask him well, why do you keep hitting your head on a brick wall he said because i love the way it feels when i stop mm. wow wow he was That's addicted deep. to the adrenaline wow. rush of the pain stopping, stopping. So he was causing his own pain just so he can get the adrenaline rush Afterwards. from relief. Wow. And it, it's similar to how codependency works yeah. because someone can abuse you. And then you're, you're taught that in childhood when you get a spanking and that spanking goes a little bit too far, maybe like an extension cord or something. And that child now is working to gain this parent's love back. Mm-hmm. So they're doing whatever to get this parent's attention, whether it's make good grades, whether it's clean up a little bit more, whether it's sometimes subject themselves to being molested even more just so daddy could love me or whatever it is. It's like a learned behavior that yeah. carries on into their adulthood in relationships. So now you have a man who he comes in, he love bomb you, he make you feel like you're the best thing that ever happened. And then it starts subtle. It's not like he comes into it and he goes from zero to ten. It'll start with maybe a, a, a push or a smack on the hand or maybe him taking you off the bank account, like little stuff like that. Or he'll sabotage you and make you feel like he's going to take care of you just so he can get you where he want you to manipulate you so some of these women don't purposely volunteer to be abused but once you get there and you have children with these men and you have families with these men and you were already brought up in family stick together i think that you know it's important too like you said you know it's a learned behavior Um, my mom also went through it. Mm -hmm. And so I watched my mom, you know, you know, go through that type of abuse and she let him come home and then she was sending, you know, send him, he go to jail and he come home. Um, and so that was alarmed behavior for me because it was, it created a sympathy. I had a sympathy for the abuser because I knew, you know, well, you know, my stepdad had been through certain things. So because he's been through stuff, then it's okay for mm-hmm. me to subject myself to that. I didn't understand that, you know, I have the power to be able to not follow in those footsteps. I have the power to break the cycle of domestic mm-hmm. violence. Just because I saw it growing up, just because we're used to the trauma and the toxicity, doesn't mean that we can't change it in a different direction. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, even though you grow up in that mm-hmm. type of environment, it's it's one decision, literally, right, right. away from changing the trajectory of your entire life so loving or being in relationships afterwards so you've had this epiphany 
-hmm. You realize that this is not what I want. I don't deserve this. Mm -hmm. You break free. Mm -hmm. You go through counseling or whatever it takes in order for you to get to that next level. Then how do you then position yourself to love and be loved? Because as a man who has tried to, to love a woman who's hurt, that is the probably one of the hardest, hardest thing. things in the yeah. world because you know there's these walls that are being put up and i realize that it's not my job to take those walls down but i also yeah. realize that if those walls don't come down then we're just not going to make it or you could do more damage or you than could good. do more damage right yeah. and so i feel almost like i'm being punished yeah for, for a crime that i didn't commit so how do you do you when you talk to women how do you counsel them about loving not just themselves but being open to be loved um, I guess because I got the prime example. The funny thing is, um, the guy that I'm with now, my boyfriend, um, now is my kid's father. Okay. So he's, he was there the entire time was the other option that I could have gone to, wow. but chose to stay with the abusive one. Mm. Um, and so now, you know, we're together and it's like, okay, I don't, I'm being honest. I don't know how to do this. I don't know what a healthy relationship looks like. I'm used right. to D sorry. Uh, you know, going back and forth and arguing and it's toxicity and we can't have a healthy conversation, communication. Because right. when you think about domestic violence, you think about screaming and hollering and nobody's listening to each other and right. then it goes from there most of the time. Right. And so learning how to communicate, you know, and listening to that other person. Um, and you said it first, self-care. I, for my birthday this year, went to Mexico by myself. Mm -hmm. oh, shout out. All mm -hmm. by, by myself. myself. I got on a plane and went by myself That's for four days. Right there. And I enjoyed it because I didn't understand yes. what it was like to take care of me. Right. So I can't, I can't ask a man, broken or healed, to take care of me. I can't ask a man to love me in the way that I want to be loved when I don't even know what that looks like. like right. I know what I accepted, so I thought was love, love yeah. but I don't know what that, I don't know if I actually like the way I was holding my loved, hand or yeah. I don't I don't know if I don't know if I'm just accepting this or if I'm just comfortable because the other guy did it so I must I must like this. Right. right. So you really have to I would say take time for yourself mm -hmm. and understand that you don't have to rush into anything. That's if right. that's your husband, he ain't going nowhere. Right. Mm -hmm. He he going to be there. Right. But give yourself time enough to heal and when you're ready and you know, we don't go through counseling. Mm. You know, our people don't like counseling. Counseling, oh, counseling changed, is so healthy. Counseling though. changed my life. Yeah. It, it, it's it's it is a play that just mm -hmm. hurts our community yeah. where we see counseling as a bad thing and and no disrespect to anyone's religion but i think there's a there's a there's a puzzle that goes together the church can't be your only counselor and your counselor can't be your only form of you know mm -hmm. worship right. so there has to be a, a something that goes together with that so what oh go ahead go, go ahead. ahead no go now, ahead. <laughs> now we now we do we've talked about the healing and the self love and that's great but once we've healed and we kind of broke that codependency, sometimes we go through that isolation phase where mm. now I didn't got really comfortable with loving on myself. Oh. So comfortable to where I'm no longer a slave to my cell phone. So people get mad because I don't answer my phone. I don't Come on. answer texts right away. Because Do not disturb. I'm, I'm off work. That means I'm yes. not worried about my phone. I'm somewhere soaking in some Epsom salt. <laughs> Sipping on a mojito. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And when I get to my phone, I'll get there. And so in dating, it's really hard when you're meeting new people and you're exchanging numbers. They're making an effort. And I literally had a guy tell me, look, I'm texting you every day. 
what you know when can i see you or can i take you to dinner and your answer is always no that you're busy he said i tell you what i'm just not gonna do that when you have enough time can you text me right and and he was a great catch but i just didn't have time and my lifestyle doesn't really give me that much time to just entertain different people so i'm so comfortable with my isolation now how do you get past that i think you also have to recognize that you're isolating yourself yeah because you just said it yeah. you didn't say that oh and i think cute, once and we I'm start a- talking about the subject matter yeah. it kind of like made me have a a, a a moment of clarity right like here you, on live. You're definitely, you, know? you could possibly be guarding yourself away from your husband. Girl, you could be locking him out. And oh he no. might, he not, the Bible said that he didn't find a wife. Well, I find it a good thing. So if he knocking and you steady but like, the problem uh-uh, is so many of them knocking, girl. I can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay, now, now that's a whole other. You got to teach him the secret that's knock. <laughs> right. One of them got the right knock. Only one of them got the right knock. He got to be the coochie whisper. Yeah. Oh, my God. Lord. Look, you got to know which one is is it. I just said he got to know. You got to know, too, though. Right. But I think in knowing that comes with knowing myself. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And not feeling pressure to do it either. My whole taste in men have changed when Mm. I started loving myself. Things that I thought was cute is not cute to me anymore. (laughs) And once you start loving yourself, I mean, it's so many different things. I I felt like when I was in that, that, that fog of not understanding who I was from having to undergo healing from past traumas, past relationship traumas, because what I basically did was kept ending up with the same man in different skin Mm -hmm. because they each disappointed me equally but in a different way you understand what i'm saying and it it all stemmed from me feeling like i needed to fix them or i needed to save them when really it wasn't them that needed fixing Mm. it wasn't them that needed saving they were comfortable in their skin they were comfortable in their behavior i thought i could love them into and past it to where they would be who I wanted them to be, who they had the potential. And I'm not saying that they didn't turn out to be great individuals, just not great individuals for me. Yeah. And you weren't ready. Yeah. No, right. I'm not going to say I wasn't ready. No, I, mean, I, I mean, ready. I was ready. Okay. okay. The but, problem was I was trying to make them ready. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, and, and I had it in my mind how I wanted it to look like. Right. You understand what I'm saying? I think all little girls do. Yeah. You know, we grow up with, we want to get married, want to have a beautiful wedding. We want to walk down the aisle. We want our daddies to give away, give us away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We want those things. So we have it when we meet, like we talked about this yeah. in the previous show. Sometimes we sit across the table from someone and the girls are already be like, oh, I can just already see myself having this baby. Yeah. You know, we go from, right, from day one. <laughs> from day one, because we already know within 30 seconds if you can get it. Yeah. So... And the men are thinking, man, I hope they don't put onions in this guacamole. I don't, <laughs> he ain't I don't thinking about it at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not even thinking about that. He don't onions yeah. in the guacamole. So. But going back to the isolation thing, because mm-hmm. I've, again, I've been there. I've been the person that crawls into the corner and shuts the world out. And then I've also been the guy who's knocking at the door. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you said you wanted to be in a relationship, but you won't let me in. What's up with that? You know what I mean? And only to find out that that's the... The situation she was going through. Um, so, I'll ask you, ladies. 
you got a good man, a decent guy, who has a desire to get into those spaces. He's knocking at the door. You're in your isolation phase. What is the best advice for him to get you to come out? Should he do what what the guy did Be in the situation? Be Just patient. Kind of bounce and wait. Respect, respect my space. Okay. Because if I'm not saying this is what I would do, and I can't speak for everybody, but and I think it goes both ways for the females and the males. I think that if you really care about someone and you really like them, and they're not in a space to reciprocate that to you, I'm not saying that. You should wait on them. Just hold a little space in your heart for them if that's really who you desire to be with. Right. Especially if it's not your intention to just rush into a relationship anyway. If you're vibing with that person and you genuinely care about them, then you will care about their growth, their health, and where they are into, especially if you know they're a good person. Right. Now, if you know they just giving you the cold shoulder mm-hmm. and you see them out on your timeline, booed up, come on, stop kidding yourself. Yeah. But if it's obvious, if you've developed a rapport with them and you know a little bit about their past, just be patient with them. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Because you might get a lot. You get a lot more just being patient. Trust me. Yeah. It's this, that's why I said patience because um, Josh, hey, babe. Um, shout out, Josh. Josh getting shout Hashtag out. Josh. <laughs> extremely patient. Yeah, yeah. To the point to where it was almost annoying because I'm yeah. like – you ain't tired of me yet? Yeah. Like, because you know the type of person that you are. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know the type of pain that you might bring, not necessarily on purpose, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. because of what you've been through. Right. And so that man is the most patient that I have ever met. And I mean, to the point to where I know what you've been through. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to wait. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to rush. I'm not going to pressure you to do anything, but I'm going to be patient and also be the support that you need. So mm-hmm. I'm in counseling. He's like, OK, babe, I support you. Like, go ahead. You know, yeah. whatever I need, he's there to support as well. And so you don't feel like you're by yourself. You right. know, coming out of isolation is best when you got somebody supporting you, when you right. have somebody pushing you saying, hey, we can do you can do this. You got mm-hmm. this. And I'm here to support you. You can go a lot further with somebody saying, hey, I got you versus just, you know, like I said, like I was in the shelter by myself, isolated. And so my girls were the ones that I was looking to that made me that motivated me to say, hey, I got to do this for them. So if you have that support and love and and most of all patience, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the key to everything. Yeah. Oney, I got a question for you. Uh huh. What about the person that says. I know you did this to somebody else, but you ain't going to do that to me. It's not, he's, he's not going to do that to me, or she's ouch. not going to do that to me. Ouch. Ouch. We talked about once a cheat, always a cheat. Ooh, once an abuser, ouch. always an abuser. Mm. I, I think that that actually has some type of, and I'm not saying past judgment, because that's a touchy situation. Ooh, yeah. I, they call me okay. So look, <laughs> when he turned to me, yeah. okay. Now the thing about it is that that happens. That happens because you think you have history with someone, and they they've been your friend, like mm-hmm. the homeboy, homegirl. Right. They hook up after years, and after years. years. And what if he have a domestic, you know, violence thing because they got into it, and he told you this story about how it happened, and she called the laws on him yeah. because. He, she was mad and it really was blown on proportion and you want to believe him because this is your friend. You've been knowing him forever. So even if he was in the wrong, you want to believe that he's changed. So you tell yourself, and I'm not saying I went through that, but I'm just giving a hypothetical. Right. 
So you tell yourself he wouldn't do it to me or I mean, I've been with a guy that I knew had a, a cheating problem and I didn't think that he would cheat on me. I thought we was friends. Right. Thought we was better than that. I thought he knew how I was. Mm-hmm. I knew how he was. And to keep from hurting other people, other innocent people, let's just cut the bullshit and be with each other. Yeah. But these are going to be the healthy boundaries that we're going to have to keep it one thou while. Right. Now, you step outside of these boundaries, we got a problem. Yeah. So we're not together. But that, but that's simply because I felt like. I could trust him to not do me mm-hmm. like he did them. But we've never had any type of domestic violence disputes or nothing like that. But I have been with someone in a relationship, and he wasn't like that in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? So he just kind of, like, flipped out. And I ended up having to put a protection order on him wow. and all of that because I didn't see it coming. It was just, you know, it was a guy I was dating. We wasn't. We had only dated, like, seven months like seven months and he didn't know where I was and he panicked and when he showed up where I was it was a fight came with that wow so I I've dated a woman who was in a domestic violence relationship and I always felt like she was constantly waiting for the impact like we whenever I'd raise my voice she would flinch you know it was Mm -hmm. almost as if and when I didn't react in the way that she expected me to. It was like to. you didn't love her. She, exactly. She got mad at me and accused me of not caring. That and goes not back to that her. trauma bonding. That yeah, yeah. goes back to that addiction to the high of the uh, relief yeah. after the pain. Well, I'm not here. Some We're women used will to the literally yeah. provoke a man into anger. And then we're trying to figure out why. Yeah. Until he hit her. Right. I'm a, <laughs> I, I, I am a firm believer in temperature check. Mm. If you are. If your vibration, if you're coming to me or you're around me in a low vibration, I'm going to give you that space. Mm. I'm not going to keep asking you a whole bunch of questions. What's wrong? What did I do? Because I'm not going to make it about me. And I think that some women get off on triggering men by making it about them. You know what I mean? And before you know it, they're arguing, and it wasn't even about them. Mm. You know, and I have grown, you know, adult sons, and I try to make sure that they don't, if if, if they bring any young women around, I look for the same signs in me, in them. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The, the things that I've healed from in them because maybe I can help her be able to, communicate with him better right you know what i'm saying because i don't like to see those young people argue because they don't have to you know so i try to teach them how to be the men that i wanted to have for me got it you know but uh do you have any more uh, i was gonna say um i feel like it's knowing um you know that person said that they've been through that type of situation well if you see that he's getting angry you know, if you know him, ask him what triggers you, mm-hmm. you know, and make sure that you if you care about not, you know, being attached to the trauma bonding, mm-hmm. um, making sure and going out of your way to make sure that y'all don't end up down that road. Right. Don't even let him get down to that point. If you see that he's getting angry, OK, babe, we talk about it later. Yeah. Right. You know, just making sure that you are understanding what his triggers might be, because I don't believe once an abuser, always abuser. Right. I wholeheartedly believe that if I can go to counseling as a victim and, and heal from it, then you can go to counseling to figure out what triggered you to become an abuser. Okay. Because the victim, you were a victim at one point 
part more than likely. Whether you viewed it, saw it, in a toxic environment or not, a victim turned into an abuser. Right. And so you have to be able to say that I, you know, I'm going to counseling and I'm going to heal from this in order to stop and make sure that I don't go back into that cycle. Okay. Give us your uh, your social media stuff one more time. Tell us again. Uh, we are here with Monet Cullens. And uh, what is your attachment to Bold Lips Revolution? This is your company? This, this is, is my your, company. Is it this a, is a lipstick line. Okay, it's a lipstick line. Yeah. Oh, is it okay. profit or non-profit? It's profit. It's, it's pro- profit. It's I, profit. I called it a it's non-profit. Prof- I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah. Um, it's for profit. We're making we, money. We're making yeah, money. We're trying to make some money out here in these streets. We, okay. got, we actually carry three other um, brands that have also committed to giving back to domestic violence. Awesome. Um, so we have all of that up available on our website at www.boldlipsrev.com. That ain't the website. BLRcosmetics.com. Um, and we're BLR Cosmetics on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I think that, ladies, y'all need to support this. Right. Because, I, you know, I, I recently bought my sister some products from Mac. And I didn't know about you. I was, oh, you're I was, fine. I was, you're I was, fine. But that was expensive. Yeah. And I think she ended up getting a lipstick, a brush, and something else. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, that's enough. But <laughs> no money. in that community. In right. No community. money went back. Right. And, and yeah. you know. Are you wearing the brand right now? Is yes, that what I'm you, wearing okay. the brand. I'm actually wearing rose that's on my lips right now. Lips are popping. From our bold popping. collection. All right. Oh, I'm going to have to give me some. Yeah. You got to get you some. So get on the website. Make sure that you support this. It's, a, it's for a worthy cause. It's a black-owned business. That should mm-hmm. be uh, reason enough. But you're giving back to uh, victims of domestic violence, yes, which sir. I think is awesome. And more importantly, you're giving women uh, the um, ability to love themselves and, and flip that around. I yeah, think my message that's, is, that's, is the most so important to me. I don't, I mean, the lipstick is an avenue, but if you get the point of embracing your insecurity, then everything that I went through um, in that relationship was worth it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's that time. It's, oh, it's time, it's time, you guys. It's time for Ask Him. And, and just ask her. Just ask her. So, so, if you, got a so if you have a question based on any of the topics that we covered today. We didn't even cover the social media We slugs. didn't go through the so social media stuff. So we have a few minutes to talk about that social media slugs after breakups or no? We have to save that for the next segment. When you you're breaking up from it? a toxic relationship, do you think that we should still be friends on social media? No, no. For no. what? Unfriend. De- now block what about the friends with the friends you know because See, that's hard. do the whole oh, that's hard. because it's like when you have so many friends yeah. combined like mutual friends they still end up on your timeline like yeah. hey boo hey you be like delete delete but you gotta make <laughs> sure those everybody. friends aren't spies oh well yeah that's true like he, you know, he with this mm-hmm. girl now. Yeah, you know, because so. I like to, I like to recycle. So dates, even so. though you know, okay, you block. Okay, we recycle said we dates. I'm just saying, if cool. I took somebody on a really good date, you know, back in the past, I'm mm-hmm. gonna take somebody else on the same date. It worked before. Let's move Why on. Not? I, I feel, okay. I feel judged. So, right so okay, so let me pose this. And I'm gonna pose this to the people. <laughs> okay, now you blocked them off social media, block. right? Mm-hmm. They blocked, and you still know they watching your page. Yeah. How you know? You know. You know. You know. You know. Okay, but you well, gotta be watching them. How you know they watching you if you ain't watching them? I don't know. You can tell you that? How do you see them see I'm you? I'm just right. <laughs> now you see Suddenly them see you. Get a like, see you. You get a like that disappears. Uh, oh yeah. Why you to get them from their other lurkers? The friend. Yeah, you got the, uh. three of their friends like one of your pictures. You know, you know that. Uh. Oh. So at that point. Well, th- okay. I almost forgot my question. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Was it? I say okay. You block them, right? Right. I think oh, you're gonna sh- say are, are social you, media slugs. Are you vicious yeah. posting? 
What about those ones um, that you know that's sh- you know shooting the slugs on pole? You mad? We know you mad. Yeah. Can I, okay? Can I time out? <laughs> okay. I've been guilty of being in my feelings. Here come the truth. But if you're in a relationship, ladies, stop it. Yeah. I remember I this was maybe like last year. I was bitter. And I was posting all these like subliminal posts. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily to my ex, but yeah, kind of to my yeah. ex. Yeah. Like anyway, so a friend of mine called me. He was like, Oh, Nay, are you okay? And I'm like, What you mean? I'm good. I'm straight, you know. I want honey, I'm everything. And he was like, Mm-mm. He said, Well, I've been seeing your Facebook page and it's been looking like, you know, you've been going through something. I just wanted you to know if you need something, I'm here. So, girls, y'all stop that. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing cute about the damsel in distress. You better pin your hair up, put your bold lips on, and <laughs> strut, honey. So, yeah, I was guilty. But back to the topic. What do you guys think about that? I, I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think that that is key like making sure that you don't air your dirty, dirty laundry, laundry on facebook y'all not gonna ever know if because we y'all get back together it. you're not gonna ever on, know Black if we're arguing what's the point in that when you're gonna take them back next week oh what about the relationships that were real social media now i i was like known as the black love couple at one time with my ex hashtag goals hashtag goals <laughs> hashtag relationship <laughs> I'm sorry, he gonna be mad because he be like, he don't we talk about your personal life on this show, baby. We talk about real stuff on this show. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but we had goals. We were like relationship goals, and people would like you know, like our pictures and comment and share our pictures and our posts and all that. Yeah. And we were very public on social media, but when we broke up, I kind of like disappeared for you a little ghosted bit. Us. Mm-hmm. I ghosted I social media. That makes me so angry. Yes. So you gonna share your love. But not your pain. Man, and then leave no, all that. What happened? What happened? Yeah, I was like waiting on the ring I'm too. Because huh? after you have courted us yeah. the whole time, we, we were married. On the we, we waiting on the. We was married. Y'all just didn't get the divorce oh, memo. Oh, oh. No, that's kind of like that's waiting a whole on different a good morning thing. Text. So what I keep morning text. So now when I post over a year and some change later, single hashtag single. What I get all that email like what happened? What happened? What he at? Where'd that happen? Yeah, we still cool, but you know, I'm hashtag single, <laughs> <laughs> single, single. <laughs> Back to those subliminal slugs, ladies. Stop it, cut it out. Fellas okay, too. so now Fellas is that too. time. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at my time. Nobody's topic. asked any questions. Okay, if you have a question that you want a man's perspective, you need to ask it right now because we are way over time. We need to get off this thing. Nobody's asked anything. See, so I got no questions. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. All right. I got a question. <laughs> this is a question for me? This is a question for you. Hold on. Let me, get, let me get my mind right. Okay. When a woman Okay. The question was, so when a woman chooses a man and she approaches, and she approaches him and gets to know him, And then she fall back because she's no longer interested. Right. Why is that a problem? Why is that a problem? So you've approached me. You want to get to know me. Mm. Something about me has turned you off completely, and now you're going to fall back. Mm. Did you tell me what it was? You just you just falling back. Mm-hmm. So you was all up in my face on Tuesday. Now it's Saturday afternoon. I can't get a hold of you. 
that part. It's a problem because now you're forcing me to look at myself. And nobody wants to do that. What? That's what you should be doing. Let me. This is oh. ask him. Ooh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it, it forces me to look at myself and it makes me wonder <laughs> what did I do, right? What is it about me that makes you no longer uh, interested in me? And here's the thing what happens. Instead of taking it as, you know what, I'm not for everybody, you know, I, and, and that's fine. Instead, what I do is, and, and this is, and you could probably give me an amen on this. I start um, zeroing in on my insecurities. Mm-hmm. Was it because I'm only five nine? Well, actually, I'm <laughs> five eight and three quarters. But still, was it that I rounded up to five nine? You know, uh, was my beard not as beautiful as I think it, it is? You know, what is it about me that has youth? And I'm gonna look at the superficial. I'm not gonna look at the fact that you know, we're just not a match, and that's cool. And I should say thank you. Thank you for not wasting my time or my money because, God forbid, I take you on an expensive date, you know, and halfway through the, the dessert, you're like, mm, I don't know, this is going to work. Uh, this wasn't going to work when the waiter walked over. Why did you wait this long? order, yeah. So, right, right, right. I was, and you're right. And I, I don't appreciate you flipping things on me. Yeah, like that. yeah, you were, you was okay with the ghost. I don't like the, the taste of my just, words. It was no, all yeah, good yeah, just yo, a week right. ago. You're right. It, hey. That's what happens. And, and and I guess I just get into my head. I get into my feelings. Yeah. And instead of focusing on something that's big, I focus on something superficial. So, yeah. We do. Oh, you over here teaching lessons, Tina? All right, all right. Oh, man. <laughs> I see a question on the Mix of Singles uh, uh, live page for uh, One. Okay. Uh, let's see. I, I'll ask it. Uh, seven oh. uh, wants to know why is One single? That's a good damn question. Mm. Why is One single? Oh Speak on it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the question, Seven. <laughs> I don't know because the right man has not came and approached me. Are you sure you're not isolated in the tub with your no, uh, because your bath I salts? <laughs> <laughs> Get out the tub and answer the door. Hashtag guilty. <laughs> well, really, I think that I haven't maybe found a man that that compliments what I do. You know, I'm an artist. You see, and and when you're an artist, your lifestyle is real kind of you. It's 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 touch and go. So I need someone that's patient enough to love me for who I am and what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they have to become a part of what I'm doing, but love me in the space that I'm in because every time I get into a relationship, I become slightly domesticated. And oh, nays light dims because somewhere along that line, some something of my passion doesn't get that attention because right. I have to divert that. But if I find someone that's just as passionate about life and goals and ambitious as I am, he'll have his own things going. And when we connect, we connect. But that's been real hard for me to find. So I, I see a ring. I don't. That can't be true. That can't be true. That I can't, can't true. see. Did he say? Seven just went to the movies by himself. He ain't trying to buy two tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Find out. Yeah. I want to ring for real. I'm a I, set, I'm I, seven and a half, the by the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, you have not because you ask not. Yeah, you have not because you ask not. There you go. Never let your light dim for them. All right, exactly. Never, never, well, never. This you always been, told me that. This has been an amazing show. Uh, another exciting show. Yes, it has. I Mixing think I got proposed to. I think so. Yeah. <laughs>
if you are not if you are not show. following mixing singles on Facebook and on Instagram, you are wrong. You need to do that now, especially if you are single and you live in the Houston area. If you live anywhere, but if you live in the Houston area, because we have these events, mm-hmm. and you got to get on the page to to find these events. We're not talking about just meet and greets. I'm talking about we're we're having fun. We're yeah. going. We're doing big things. So get on the website. Go to Facebook. Type in mix. In the letter N singles, all one word, the and cruise? it'll pop up. Oh, the, the mix cruise. and singles cruise, yes. Cruise. Flirt Fest, the Flirt Fest cruise in September. So now, be sure to check that out on the page, fellas. You need to get get in with this. The tickets are a little tight, so get in while you can. And men are notorious for not showing up. Just imagine you can be stuck on a boat with 50, 60 beautiful women. Oh yeah. I mean, if you can't shoot your shot there, then you something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank our, our, our lovely guest uh, today, uh, Miss Monet Cullens, uh, who owns Bold Lips Revolution. Thank you a, so uh, much lip- for having. Is it just lipstick or is it just lipstick? Okay, just lipstick. So she's focused just on lipstick. Just but on lipstick. Uh, go to the website. Give us the website one more time. Blrcosmetics.com. Blrcosmetics.com. So let's. We need to stop giving our money to people who don't have our interest, our best interest at heart. Come on. Uh, we have this young lady who has this amazing business. Not only uh, are, does she have these great products, but she's giving back to survivors of domestic uh, violence. So mm-hmm. it's um, the party with a purpose type thing. Beauty with a purpose. Yes, beauty with yes, with a purpose. I like that. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on social media, Tony Massey Speaks on Instagram. You can also find me, Tony Massey Speaks on Facebook. Where, where can they find Miss O'Neill? You can O-Nay? definitely find me, O'Neill, the CEO, O N N E Y, the CEO. Or you can definitely check out the website, www.one.net. Oh, coming up. We have I have a couple of events coming up in April. Okay. I have um don't quote me, I wasn't ready. Stay tuned for the next year. I'll listen to my <laughs> events in April. But I'd have to have my whole schedule out. And I have a few pending things coming in March, but And I have a book dropping. Stay dropping tuned. Soon. Follow me, you'll see. I have another book dropping soon. It's called Like Boaz. So I'm Ooh. taking the story of Boaz and Ruth. And I'm showing how the modern day man can use Boaz's example to court the modern day woman. Oh, don't we need that? It's gonna be a dope read. And after you guys finish watching um, this podcast, you be sure to go on over to YouTube. We just released the sixth episode for uh, our series, Six the Series. Mm. So, uh, or VI, known as VI. It's really hot. We got all of H-Town in it. Definitely most cities representing. And we have Brothers Forever Productions on the production. Black. Um, you yeah. know, we doing it, young people. So follow us, check us out, Brothers Forever Productions, the Series Six or VI as you know it, and check out our latest episodes. Let us know what you think. And I am the casting director for them, by the way. And I would be remiss if I didn't shout out the brains behind this organization. She calls it her baby, Miss T. Dot Robinson. Yes, yes. If whoop, you're whoop. not out there, find her on mixing singles. Join the page. It's not just a page. I keep saying it's a page. Yeah. It is a movement. It is yeah. a movement. It's all about uh, getting people together, networking, dating, uh, talking, communicating, getting past all the nonsense with some with some good old fashioned communication. That's what it's all that's about. That's what it's all about. So that's our time. So the next time we meet, it'll be March 11th, and it'll be my 44th. Oh yes. Oh my yeah. goodness. Wow. March 11th, 3 11. You about to turn so up. It'll be the next show. The next we want show. you guys to tune in because it will be T Dot's birthday. And we, and we turn are it up. turning up in style. We need to ask Child. the producers. We're going to need alcohol. Everything. We're going to need oh, everything. It's going down. It's about to go down. down. So thank you, everyone. So come on out the DM and come on on to this live. <laughs> exactly. It's going down. It's real Slide things out the happening. DM and yeah. So thank you to everybody who uh, tuned in to everyone's live, including the Mixing Singles uh, podcast live. 
and we will see you and not on this March Monday. 11th. Next Monday, March 11th, T Dot's birthday. Same time, same place. All right. We out. <laughs>